0: The open road is a symbol of freedom and possibility, vanishing into untold adventures just beyond the horizon. But venture down one late at night, and you may meet up with more than fellow travelers. Today we're sharing stories about haunted highways. Welcome to Shadowland, everybody. Welcome. This is a podcast that shines a spotlight on stories of the supernatural, mysterious, eerie, and unexplained. Stuff like synchronicity.
1: Signs of life.
0: Quantum physics.
1: Bottomless pits.
0: Prophecies.
1: Mermaids. Angels. Machine elves.
0: UFO hotspots.
1: Close encounters of the fifth kind.
0: Intuition.
1: Powers of the mind. Mind.
0: Premonitions.
1: Atlantis.
0: Ghost trains.
1: Dream symbolism.
0: All that stuff.
1: All that stuff and more.
0: Lots more. I'm Christina Callery.
1: And I'm Seth Jablon.
0: And today, we're doing stories about...
1: Haunted highways. Haunted
0: highways.
1: Cool. I'm I'm excited about this one.
0: I'm so excited about this one.
1: Um... But, well, I like, uh, first of all, I, I just like our, like, theme of, of Spooktober, of, like, just, like, all these, like, ghost stories, but, like, specifically the, I feel like the Haunted Highways and then we did the Haunted Forest last time, like, I don't know, ever since we did that Troll episode, I've been wanting to do more about about Haunted Highways. Um But wait, but before we jump in, I just want to do, like, a little news Okay, thing. I feel awesome. like we, ne- we never really it. do it, but.
0: <laughs> every once <laughs> but in know, a while. Every you, once in a while. You come up with some news.
1: Well, I don't know if you saw that um, NASA. There's a NASA probe that may have fi- found so- signs of life on Venus. Did I you heard hear about, about that? that? Yeah, it's because they they detected phosphine uh, in the atmosphere, which I guess is like some sort of compound of phosphorus and hydrogen. That's like I don't know a, a big indicator of uh, um, of life. It's kind of like a biosignature or whatever. So, that, like this is something they look for in an atmosphere. I guess. You know, like it must have something to do with the exhalation of life, or something like that. I don't know, or the exchange. But um, I just thought that was really interesting. I mean, we, we see. I mean, we've seen all these like images of Mars and, and the Moon and stuff, and there are actually images out there of, of um, the surface of Venus, right? The Russians went there in like the seventies, but we don't really see that because we're like you know, in, in, in America, you know, like, I don't know. We don't respect like I don't know, other countries, uh, um, ventures into space as much. Right. Like, d- can you remember seeing, Well, those, I feel like also like the, the
0: lore around Venus has always been that it's just so uninhabitable. You know, the, the extremes of the climate would not lend itself to life as but, we know
1: it. Right. But, but here we are. Yeah. But those photo. Have you seen the photos I'm talking about? Have you seen those? I feel like I've, share them with you at some point, mm. no? Okay. But it look it looks more inhabitable than you think. Like you hear the stories and you're like, oh my God, it sounds like this sort, sort of hellscape, but it looks like kind of like a very flat Mars, but with like a yellow sky.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's really crazy looking.
0: Yeah. And I want to say, I know we did that episode on remote viewing and we had a couple um, interplanetary remote viewers yes, that we that's both right. covered. And I wanna look back and see if they actually ventured to Venus.
1: Right. Yeah, I would be interested in that too. Cause I mean I mean, I feel like year by year, like I don't know, the last few years I feel like things like this have been coming out and there's like not enough of a stir about them, right? Like there's the whole like I don't know, the the was it the Air Force or the Navy UFO um uh uh you know, videos that came out that they confirmed and then they like confirm that there's like a pentagon program studying ufos for the fbi did as well like and then also that you know we know now that there was some type of fossilized bacteria on what like the moon or something and then there's a wild. i didn't hear about that one i feel like that was a while ago though or one Hmm. of them i can't remember Hmm. i'm getting it wrong and it wasn't
0: contamination
1: we need to we
0: need to do a whole moon episode because there are all kinds of you know we should stories moon, out there reports of the dark side of the moon and all dark of
1: that, side so. of the moon, moon and like mars anomalies i think yes. that'd be a fun
0: yeah
1: but so we know that there's like there's these sweet spot planets we know there's these like uh um you know water on all the all the, all the markers of life that we've kept being like oh well these all all the, you know none of these other planets have it and, and now we see that there's like this abundance of planets that have like all these markers of life like at what point are we going to be like well wait a second maybe our point of view of like You know, our scientific stance of that, you know, there couldn't possibly be anything else out there. Maybe we're wrong about that. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I thought that was news. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, definitely news. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like none of this stuff's been... I mean, I I guess it makes sense why. I mean, this has been such an insane year that that would be at the lower end of the priority of shit to talk about. But I don't know. Anyways haunted highways. Let's get haunted down to highways. more pressing right. matters. <laughs> and you and I
0: both come from the Midwest and we grew yep. up driving and... Yes. So I think we both have kind of like similar experiences when it comes to, you know... Well, I feel like the, everyone... The feeling you can get when you're driving um, on a road at night. Yeah. Maybe it's a little deserted um, and just, you know, there, there can be like a feeling of you know, almost like an otherworldly uh, feeling that you get when you're driving down the road by yourself. You, it's you totally. know, it's it's easy to kind of, and then you wonder, you know, is this my imagination? What's going on here?
1: Yeah, and I feel like everyone in the Midwest, at least growing up in the '80s, like all all the teenagers had, you know, urban legends of like you know Satanists in a van chasing after you <laughs> it's like some road you like go down like if you went down that road like some van would like appear and like chase after you right like I feel like that was like a pretty common mm-hmm. story but yeah like driving around and like you know the dark edges of the night in the Midwest is like definitely and I mean obviously worldwide right like there's other places in the world that that uh you know I think we're gonna get into that, but that carry these types of stories and some of them have very storied pasts.
0: Right.
1: Um so um yeah maybe we should get into it. Let's
0: let's do it. Who goes first?
1: I don't remember uh, um who goes I first I'm gonna say
0: I went first last time but
1: you did do you want me to you want me to go first then? Yeah why don't you go first? Okay, okay. I feel like I have my, my I have a I have a few here, but I feel like mine are gonna be shorter, so maybe that'll be good. Okay so i wanted to go like kind of thematic right and so um and i kind of kept to a theme but mostly um mostly i wanted to start with the haunted highways of scotland oh my god um, that's so
0: fucking cool
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so i've been obsessed with this i mean i've been to scotland and i've also kind of like I started haven't, he-
0: but i've always wanted to
1: go oh man it's so beautiful um yeah, it's definitely worth the trip. Like, it's definitely like, I don't know, like you have these like visions of, you know, like England or something, and then you go there and you're like, it's like very sort of, you know, built built up more than you think. But you go to Scotland, there's these like vast expanses, right? It's very much like the, you know, out west where there's these giant expanses of highlands and moors and, you know, mountains and valleys and, you know, very much like the the large scale, tracks of land, like you would find out in like, you know, Utah or Wyoming or something, Um, but a totally different type of greenery and topology and all that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, so yeah, maybe I'll just jump into it. So, um, you know, so for those who haven't been there, Scotland is one of the most beautiful and eerie places that I've ever been uh, in the world. Um, it's a very large area it's about a third of the size of the entire landmass of the united kingdom um, most of it is wide open craggy windswept um, alternating between green brown and, and sort of these like large harsh expanses or at least the parts that i that i went through i don't I didn't like to travel the whole place but the, the, it's definitely like picturesque in that sense um uh, the moors that cover the large area of the highlands are almost they're almost like sort of the desert-like, like sort of scrubby and arid, um, despite sort of all the precipitation. Um uh, crisscrossing this truly stirring landscape are long, narrow expanses of highways. And sometimes they sort of travel the highla- highlands. Sometimes they cir- uh, circum then circumnavigate craggy locks and, you know, go around mountains and stretch across harsh valleys. And sometimes they're as stunning as they are bleak. Um, It's very similar to crossing some of the North American deserts and plains, right? And it's sort of scale and majesty, but it's, like I said, like totally different tone and um, atmosphere. Drizzled by rain with intermittent breaks of dark clouds and silver light is probably sort of the best way to picture is how I picture it at least. Um, And so it's, I mean, it's certainly a picturesque backdrop for some of the most haunted highways in the British Isles. Um, so uh, in the dark of night, as the wind sweeps up from the crashing waves that line the locks and inlets, replete with ancient castles populated by at least age old tales and more likely the spirits that inhabit them. Um, and the rain that just sort of seems to cling about everything. It's no surprise that some of these roads um, would too be haunted. Um, okay, so that's my little preamble. <laughs> I love the f- it. <laughs> the first, the first. Uh, there's a lot of like. And you've highways. got a little
0: spoil. you got a little little spoiler there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what we're gonna do next? Right. Um, so the um, the next. Uh, oh, sorry. So if the first one, I mean, there's a number of highways that like claim to be the most haunted, um, but I think the first one here maybe is, um, and it is the A seventy five. Um, and what is known as Scotland's ghost road. So it occupies a stretch between, oh man, I always do this. I never look up how to pronounce them. <laughs> Carruthers, Carruthers, Carruthers ton and Anon. a great deal of uh, paranormal activity has been reported there um, specifically sightings of phantom hitchhikers um, and also wild dogs and cats which is like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you, you're, you've you sort of dug up there, but I, I wasn't expecting the sort of like animal ghosts that tend hmm. to be on these
0: roads too. Like animal I, ghosts, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this is like kind a of theme that sort of keeps popping up. Um, and there's even people that tend to like walk out in front of cars. I don't know what that is about either. But um, this stretch of road is considered to be one of Scotland's most haunted, if not the most haunted Um, And one sighting in particular sort of set itself into the collective memory, right? Um, So the year was 1962. Um, It was around midnight as Derek and Norman Ferguson drove along the A75 near Kinmont. Um, At some point along the way, a hen suddenly appears and uh, flies directly towards their windscreen Okay, like a chicken, like a hen. Like a chicken. Yeah, chicken jumps up on their windshield. Um, uh, An old lady then quickly follows, waving her um, outstretched arms at them. And now another person follows a screaming man with long hair and then more animals, including, quote, great cats. And I I assume maybe they mean big cats. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like
0: Like lions and tigers
1: or panthers or something. Um, why, which I guess Europe used to have lions, right? Or at least France did a long time ago.
0: You're asking the wrong person. Okay. Uh, like, please, European listeners, help us I think out.
1: it was like dinosaur times. I don't think it was any time recently. Um, wild dogs, goats, more hens, and even more hens. Uh, still stranger animals appeared at, and disappeared sort of behind them. So they, they're obviously freaked out. They're like, what's going on? So they stopped the car. Which had been like kind of swaying violently, right? Like something had taken a hold of the car. So, um, so Derek jumps out of the car, and immediately the movement stops, right? So they're like, "What was that? Like, what did we see? Why was was the car there anything moving? out
0: there when he got outside?"
1: No, not immediately. I mean, I think they saw things sort of passing, but I think as soon as they they you know pass, they would disappear, right? So he gets. Um, so now they're like, "Okay, we got to keep going." So he gets back in. And that's when the piece de resistance appears, which was a ghostly furniture van Whoa. <laughs> speeding towards <laughs> them. I love that. Speeding towards them. That's my. That was my favorite. Okay. Like, like, how
0: did they know that's what it was? Did it well, have like a name? That's a like a, a really brand? good question.
1: Okay. That's a really good question. I, I don't, and I don't have a good answer for it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I like. I don't know if in. Scotland there's like you know specific types of furniture manuals yeah, like, just said furniture like on the side <laughs> <ghost> furniture <laughs> yeah yeah McLean's, mcleans ghost furniture yes something like that um so that comes spinning towards them and they're like okay fuck it we're out of here so they leave but then this report kind of becomes I don't know if it was, I don't think it's definitely the first one, but it's like the one that sort of like captured the imagination for obvious reasons. And then more and more stories over the years have clung to it. But these tend to be typical types of um, uh, uh, sightings, uh, ghost road sightings, um, which, you know, I've like definitely heard over the years, you know, of, of like stories, at least in America and stuff of like, you know, a place where there was an accident, you know, you drive by and there's like some solitary Ghosts sort of like standing beside the road with like no face or something like super creepy like that But this th- these tend to be like borgs of like people And like animals like flying out into the road. I don't know what the deal is, but it's
0: more like a ghost party.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes um, So the next so that's the a 75 um, the next one, um, and this is just a short little one, this is the one of the competing most haunted roads, um, and that's the A9. Um, and so this has had a similar sightings but much more um, old-timey. So people have seen um, ornate coaches and horses, um, ghost footmen wearing wigs, uh, looking all dapper and old-timey, um, there was even a sighting of a well-dressed Victorian man riding upon horseback um, somewhere between Dornock and Gulsby. So it's like, you know, obviously some of these roads, you know, they're pretty old, right? You know, um, if you travel around that area, I imagine like a lot of Europe is probably like this, but, you know, some of these some of these roads, they've been here for a very long time, like from ancient times all the way forward. And so it's not a surprise that there would be some type of I don't know, paranormal activity that related to that. Um, okay. So the next one is the, um, okay, I'm going to butcher this. The A93 North of Blair Oh maybe that wasn't so bad. Um, so that is the, um, specifically, um, the A93 North of Blair Uh, apparently mysterious, massive ghost dog, which I thought was cool. That's Definitely one of Jim Jarmusch's best movies. Um, he's said to appear and frighten other dogs. It's said to uh, patrol the north part of Blairgery, uh in Perthshire. Perthshire. Um, some of it call some of it call it a hellhound, which I guess is some sort of mythological dog which guards the gates of the underworld. Um, and legend has it that if you look into their eyes three times, you will die. Those are weird. Kind of <laughs> like detail. the black
0: dog lore.
1: Oh, what's the black dog? I don't know the black dog so lore.
0: I think it's like if you see it three times, you'll die.
1: Oh, weird. Okay. I haven't heard that before. Um, okay. And so the last one in Scotland um, is the A87 near Sli- Sligatchen. Sligatchen, um on the Isle of Skye. Okay, so I don't know if you saw the James Bond film Skyfall. Did you see that? I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Okay. Maybe you saw trailers for it, but (laughs) there's some very iconic scenes that were shot in Scotland, particularly in the um, Isle of Skye. I haven't been there, but um, it looks pretty otherworldly, sort of like vast and open, like kind of reminds me of Iceland a little bit too. It's just like these huge open expanses with like craggy, mountains that sort of like line it. Um okay, so along this particular stretch of A87, um a ghostly 1934 Austin 7 is reported to appear, speeding along the highway with its headlights on. Uh some people say that they had to pull to the side to let the car pass only to see it vanish into thin air. Um, So these sightings actually go all the way back to the 40s. And it's been surmised that the apparition is um, the ghost of a church minister who was the cause of a fatal accident accident, and subsequently went crazy with guilt, um, haunting the road to this day. Okay. So I got one more for the British Isles. So that was all Scotland. So this one's um, about Britain's M6. Um, and its haunted origins. So just a little bit about the M6. Um, The M6, it's very old and it is, um, well, the original sort of path. Um, But the Ansem itself is approximately 232 miles or 373 kilometers. Um, And it runs from the junction of the M1 and the A14 in central England, all the way up to just a few hundred meters short of the Scottish border, where it becomes the A74. Um, so, th- thought to be, though the more um, official sort of expressway parts were originally built around starting back in the 50s, the route itself is actually quite ancient. Um, so, you know, Britain's role in the ancient world goes back pretty far, right? There's a lot unknown, and there's quite a few pathways that are so old that the origins have disappeared into um, antiquity. But one of the most notable segments of the M6's storied history is its use by the Romans, right? Um, and the belief that they um, actually had burial grounds along this route, right? As they sort of came into England, um, they used this route, and then they actually had um, graveyards along the way. And in um, in fact, in this uh, particular stretch, um, it is said to be plagued by the spirits, um, to the degree that it is notoriously dangerous to drive on. Um, Spirits so this of is, the Romans? What's that? Spirits of the Romans. Yes. Okay. Yes. And p- potentially other um, clashes between the Scottish and English. Um, but yeah, it's like people see like Roman soldiers and crazy stuff like that. But it's also like become a magnet for all types of bad accidents. Right. So this is from an article in Express Um, from the express uh, for decades now, the amount of accidents on the M six motorway between Junctions 17 and 19 is completely unprecedented. And statistically, this is without one of the doubt, one of the worst accident, black spots on any motorway network in the UK. So this is the area that's said to be like a Roman burial ground. There was perhaps also a historic clash between Scottish and English armies there. But with a road, you know, this old with this much history, history, it's hard to say, but its reputation um, is definitely deserved. And, um, you know, for those who have seen the spirits, it leaves little doubt, right? So there's a lot of people that have like definitely seen them along here. Um, and so, you know, you know how it is like in these local areas, like it's pretty like common for people to be like, oh yeah, this is like, definitely haunted. And, you know, like, but you, you know, you know how urban legends are too. You know, maybe somebody saw something or thought they saw something and it sort of snowballed. So it's hard to tell from a distance, but there's definitely, you know, there's definitely reports of seeing um, Roman soldiers along here and things that sort of like harken back to that age. Um. Yeah. So the, that is. Those are the stories of the haunted highways of Scotland and oh. Scotland and Great Britain.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Kind of makes you want to go there just to like it's see if you can like, see definitely
0: makes me want to go there. I've been wanting to go to Scotland, you know, my you know for for years, and I've never made it there, but but it's it's on the list.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been there, but I like like I've definitely visited some like. Spooky places there. I didn't go on any of these. I don't think. I don't think I. I knew about some of them, but I think maybe some of them were out of the way for where I was going. But yeah, like I'm very curious to like I don't know drive one. Of, I think there's. I think I even found like some like travel s- sites where they're like, ooh, drive the haunted stretch of the. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like a tourist If thing. you dare. If you dare, yeah. Mm. Cool. um Awesome. Okay, do you want to jump into yours?
0: Yeah, I'll do mine. Okay. So mine are all U.S. based. Cool. And I'm going to kick it off with Riverdale Road. Okay? Okay, okay. All right. So Riverdale Road is a winding 11-mile stretch of highway located just a few miles outside of Denver, Colorado. And it's kind of like your standard two-lane highway that connects the towns of Brighton and Thornton. And it is considered by some to be one of the most haunted roads in the United States. So uh, people report feeling an ominous sense there, almost like, you know, they're sensing, uh, you know, a presence that's not good or like someone or something is stalking them um despite its unremarkable features it could be one of many twisting two-lane roads throughout the american west or you know across the entire continent um but it's the site of several legends first and foremost it's suspected to be um to contain the gates to hell
1: oh awesome
0: and i mean it you know there are a lot i mean it's got competition
1: yeah there's a lot of gates of hell
0: there are, like, yeah plenty of gates i feel gates like to new hell.
1: ones are opening every day in this country <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, but according to legend, uh the patriarch of a wealthy family went completely insane, some say possessed, and he killed his entire family by burning them alive in their mansion. Oof. so, in this area, sighting's abound of a lady in white, as she's called, and she's thought by many to be the man's wife who is out searching for her children. And she tends to appear in the rear view mirror of cars as they drive through the area, which is really, I she's, mean.
1: She's like on the road?
0: No, like in your rear view. I mean, I think like behind in your Behind them car. or something? That you well, I don't see know. I, oh, okay, I took okay. that to mean in, in the back seat. Oh, But fuck. maybe, oh, actually, oh. maybe it is on the road because, you
1: know. Okay. Well, that they would, both, that both, yeah, that both would, is scary. Right. They're they're both
0: <laughs> pretty terrifying.
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah. I'd rather see the, her on the road though. Me Probably. too. Probably.
0: Same. Okay same okay so lore also has it that an underground chicken coop that still stands among the ruins um on the property houses a demon and apparently the coop has strange symbols scrawled on it and headless animals have been found nearby so there's suspicion that there have been Uh some kind of rituals um that have been performed in the area and the whole legend got its name from the large iron gates that once stood there guarding the space where the mansion was before it burned down and so I'm not clear on whether the gates to hell are those iron gates or the underground chicken coop slash demon mm. lair but mm. like either way you probably don't want to go exploring around there so I mean
1: if you're a teenager maybe
0: yeah, I mean maybe. I feel like that would maybe. be like where you go
1: and smoke a joint and
0: you yeah. know yeah, make out or something <laughs> Yeah. alright So another legend from the area claims that a jogger was out running on Riverdale Road one night in the area near a hilltop overlook that overlooks like a scenic view so you can see the lights from the nearby town. And all of a sudden a car came speeding out of the darkness, struck him, and sped off, leaving the jogger to die alone on the side of the road. So since then, many have reported eerie experiences in this area. Um, Apparently, um, if you park on that hilltop um, region, it's now known as Jogger's Hill, and you kill your lights and engine and listen close, you'll start to hear the sound of distant footsteps. At first they're far away, but then if you listen, they'll keep getting closer and closer until finally they're right outside your vehicle. Many people have reported hearing these footsteps running right up to their cars and sometimes even a heartbeat sound um, and either tapping or banging on the sides of their car and sometimes even kicking the back of it. And handprints have also been reported appearing on the windows of the car. Um, and this, it's as if this jogger is mistaking them for the vehicle that ran him down or asking for help. Or maybe he's just being spooky, but sounds pretty terrifying.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does with foot, the footsteps. Like,
0: okay. So I saved the best for last for Riverdale. Um, this story involves a phantom Camaro. Sick. <laughs> that's, <so metal. laughs>
1: that's, that's 80s. Like, phantom Camaros vans full of Satan is chasing you like that's very right
0: so um, the story goes um, back to the 70s Um, so a man took his black Camaro out for a drive one night along Riverdale Road he was speeding through the winding road when he got into a fatal wreck but that wasn't the end of either him or his sweet Camaro Um, so drivers along Riverdale Road have spotted this phantom black Camaro with one headlight out Appear out of nowhere, and it seems to be challenging them to race. But the local lore, you know, claims that if you see this, you should never try to race him, or it'll be a race to your death.
1: Ooh. And so, if you like listen really closely, like you hear like the faint sound of like Leonard Skinner or right, something like right, that. right, yeah. <laughs> it's basically like a
0: ghost burnout. <laughs> awesome, I love it. Okay, so we've got more phantom vehicles here. Um, so the next one is Seven Hills Road, which is located in Ellicott, Maryland, and it's home to a demon truck, which has been appearing uh, in local stories since the seventies.
1: Do you know <laughs> nice. this one? No, no, no. Oh, but okay. like, yeah, that's this is what I'm saying. Like, if you're like if anywhere else, you know, in like the mi- middle of the middle of the country, like there's definitely like demon trucks. You know, ghost Camaros. Yeah, sorry. Go on.
0: Okay. So uh, the road itself is a twisting two-lane highway that got its name because it winds over a series of seven hills. And for decades, stories have emerged of people encountering a jet black truck that comes barreling down the road out of nowhere, heading straight at them at speeds of up to 100 miles an hour. Wow. Which you know, on one of these like kind of back roads, that's that's an incredible, it's incredibly yeah, fast especially at night, yeah, and pretty... terrifying, right? So even creepier though, it's driven by a faceless entity. So basically, this thing plays a game of ghost truck chicken with them. So it it comes racing at you, and I the intent seems to be to try to get you to swerve off the road, but Um, apparently you can conjure it so it's believed by some people that if you drive down seven hills road near midnight and you hit the seventh hill as the clock strikes the truck will be summoned so this this practice came to be known as hill hopping in the area and people actually would go out and deliberately try to conjure the truck
1: I i love it (laughs) <laughs> this is the shit I would definitely have done as a teenager. <laughs> yeah,
0: to- totes. Um, but it's not just a scary-ass looking truck that drives fast. It apparently, you know, tries to run these cars off the road to their deaths, and it's caused a number of fatal accidents in the oh, area. Really? Apparently oh, it shit. has, yeah. Um, so some people have reported, though, that if they didn't swerve off the road as it as it was barreling towards them, and they just kind of like stayed the course the truck would disappear right before impact
1: oh so it's like playing chicken with you it's playing it's like, chicken with them oh, yeah shit. okay yeah. okay that's what i
0: said so okay no i'm, I'm <laughs> tracking i'm down slow okay, okay. <laughs> so um yeah that that that's pretty scary okay but here's here's a couple um eyewitness accounts that i found of the truck um this is from a site called the week and weird When I was sixteen years old, my brother and I and some of our friends were out for one of our joy rides and just happened to come across Seven Hills by accident. It was well after midnight, and me being the level-headed one, I wanted to go home, but my brother, being the daredevil, wanted to test the legend. It seemed like we were the only ones on the road. It was was pitch, pitch black and dead silent, when out of nowhere, headlights, were right on top of us. It freaked us out, and though the vehicle was going, we thought the vehicle was going to ram into our car, but it didn't. We sped up and pulled off the road, but when we calmed down enough to get back on the road, the car was gone. It was nowhere, and the road stretches for miles. It's like the demon truck appeared out of nowhere. I never forgot that experience, and to this day, we never drive the seven hills at night.
1: Whoa. Love it. Okay. That was great. That was my favorite one
0: so far. Okay. There's another one. (laughs) We raced down the street a little after midnight just to enjoy the butterfly feeling we got in our stomachs when this dark colored truck appeared almost out of nowhere. We had panicked and drove even faster, hitting about 98 miles per hour, hoping the truck would slow down and back off. If only that had happened. The truck sped up right on our tail and we expected to get rear-ended. It was just our luck when we reached the end of the road, the truck disappeared. We don't know what we experienced that night. We still think it was the ghost truck, but we may never know. All I can say is I do believe in this, quote, myth. You may not believe, but I must say I do. Nice. Yeah. So over the years, though, this ghost truck legend seems to have morphed into a different kind of sighting. Um, a, it's a cloaked woman, which is kind of better, oh. I guess. I don't know. Um, but even before the ghost truck stories began, there were accounts of this a black goat in the area that would appear on the road and cause people to oh, swear. A and black goat. A goat. Yeah. So whatever like Black
1: th- Phillip from that was it the witch or whatever in that movie? Do you see oh, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What?
0: What? What's the famous quote? It's like
1: a from the from the movie or for, you mean, for,
0: yeah from the witch. Okay, I can't, oh, I can't think I, of it. I like, what's w- thou? <laughs> some, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: okay. Something creepy like that. Something.
0: It's something super creepy. Yeah. And, Didn't and they funny, take all the, like, the dialogue
1: time? from? Like like which tr- trial accounts or something like that Did for that it? film. I didn't know that. I, think I know the sum- like, like cinematography was
0: was pretty spectacular.
1: I just remember Black Phillip. That was like definitely the best part when you realize he actually was like a bad, evil entity of some kind or the devil or whatever. That was pretty. That was pretty cool. Okay, sorry, we digress. <laughs> 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 okay, so there's a black there's Black Phillip on the road.
0: Right, right, right. Okay. So basically before the 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 truck there's a black goat that would appear on the road. So whatever this phenomena is, it's shifting shapes over the years. And 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 now it's like kind of like a black like a cloaked woman.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Gotcha. So it's
0: kind of like, it, maybe it gets bored, and it's like, all right. Yeah, like you know, form go, like sometimes. Right, I'm going like, to be a truck now. Now I'm going to be a. Yeah, it's
1: like more contextual to the age, right? Like right, in like right, the 1800s, it was like, fuck, right. I'm going to be a goat. In the <laughs> 70s, it's like, I'm going to be a metal truck. Like, yeah.
0: Right, it has to rebrand itself, right? Yeah, yeah. To stay uh, relevant. Yeah, it's
1: got to reinvent itself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just okay. so it's, just stay,
1: stay scary. Okay, so here, here's
0: one about the uh, the cloaked figure, though. Last year, me and two friends went out looking for the ghost car, and while we didn't see any black trucks, we did see a strange woman walking down the center of the road. She was wearing a black cloak with a hood. As soon as we saw her, we slammed on the brakes, but we, she didn't pay any attention to us. When we passed her, she looked up and into the car, and we could see that she didn't have any pupils. Freaked us the fuck out, and we hit the gas, but when we looked back, she was gone.
1: Oof. I don't yeah. know how you'd be able to see pupils like in a moving car, but like... Well, I mean, so if it's like, seem, like
0: all whites of the eyes is what I was I guess, imagining. I guess, yeah, yeah, just yeah, like dark okay. eyes, yeah. Okay. Okay, so this next one is Clinton Road in New Jersey. Have you heard of it?
1: No, no, I haven't. Okay. okay, it's supposed to
0: be one of the most haunted roads in the United States. Oh, really? Yeah. So this one feels pretty personal to me cause, because <laughs> it seems <Okay>. like... <laughs> And and the last one too, to an extent. But it seems like every time I drive anywhere, I'm eventually tailgated by someone in a big black Ram pickup truck.
1: Okay. They, right. they We're love in me. De- De- yeah.
0: yeah, I'm in Detroit. They love me. They love my Prius. They can't get enough riding oh, my bumper in the slow lane. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're always there. So, but but maybe next time I should check to see if anyone is actually behind the wheel. Um so this is the story of the phantom pickup truck of clinton road okay so clinton road is located in the woods around the west milford area of new jersey and it runs from about um route 23 and ends at upper greenwood lake and the legend is at least several decades old and it centered it centers around a man named giles jones who once lived alone in a dilapidated farmhouse in the middle of a remote rural area. Giles made his living from, he, he had like a few small crop fields that he owned and tended, and he mostly kept to himself. Um, it was clear to everyone who came into contact with him that he was a man who valued his privacy, and that's probably a euphemism. He was basically a dick. <laughs> so. Right. Right. Locals described him as a cruel and hate-filled man who would <laughs> chase trespassers off his property with a shotgun. And at that time, Clinton Road was just this long, unpaved road that stretched through the woods before finally dead-ending into a trail that was pretty much undrivable. And he came, Giles came to regard this part of Clinton Road as basically his own private driveway. So he'd openly warn townspeople that if he caught anyone, even just driving through near his property, he'd consider them threats, and get out his shotgun. Um, and there were numerous reports by locals who said that they were, you know, they'd drive through the area only to have Giles pursue them in his black pickup truck and chase them all the way back into town before finally turning around and going back home again. Okay, so the legend has it that one day Giles was outside tending his fields and he had a heart attack and died. And he had no family, no friends, obviously. Um, And his home and property sat desolate for years before finally the the state came in, took it over, and even then it remained kind of this like uninhabited wasteland for a long time. And even his black pickup truck languished on his property growing rusty in the rain so for years this was kind of a landmark and people would drive past it and just see this pickup truck on this old abandoned property where Giles had lived but not long after Giles death stories began to circulate and people venturing down Clinton Road were still being chased by a black pickup truck and a legend started to spread that if you drive down the road at the darkest point of the night and you honk your horn three times, Giles will chase you in his phantom ghost pickup with a phantom shotgun aimed out the window in your direction. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> yeah. Phantom shotgun.
1: Phantom shotgun, phan-
0: phantom shotgun. Phantom truck.
1: buckshot, yeah.
0: Right. Um, and one witness verified account involves a group of local teens led by a boy named Roger Cavitz, who was kind of a troublemaker at the time. Um, so one night, the boys went into a local bar called the Dunes Cantina, and they were telling people that not only were they going to do the whole drive down the road and honk three times thing, they were going to up the ante and spray paint their initials on the old abandoned oh, black no, pickup. No, 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 don't do no? That. That's not no. at all. Yeah. Okay. So the bartender agreed with you, and he said the same thing. He overheard them talking and said, "Hey guys, maybe that's not such a great idea. Maybe you should not do that." But you know, teenage boys being teenage boys, and you know, they're 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 troublemakers, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. They're like, yeah, whatever. Okay. And apparently, they're being whatever, served alcohol. Also, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So We're not scared. We're not scared. You can't scare us. So they scoffed. They brushed off the warning and hopped into Roger's red firebird and headed out. Yes, of course. So the next part of the story comes from a local man named Jim Ford who lived off Clinton Road about two miles away from Giles' now desolate property. And he later told the sheriff that he was startled awake from his sleep that same night by the sounds of distant gunfire. So he wakes up, he's hearing a gun going off, and he went out onto his porch to see what was going on. And at that moment, he saw Roger's red firebird speeding down the road past his house with a black pickup truck in hot pursuit oh, shit. on its tail.
1: Right. Oh, interesting. Okay.
0: So Jim said that although he was still sleepy and his vision was a little hazy, he recalled seeing white initials spray painted on the side of the truck. And get this, it looked like it was still wet because the paint was like streaming down as the truck sped past. So it looked like, you know, the paint was wet and still running. Right, right, right. So after seeing this high-speed chase pass by and thinking of the gunshots he'd awakened from, he called the sheriff to report the incident, okay? So sheriff, sheriff comes out to investigate, and later on that night, authorities found Roger's red firebird in the middle of the road, smashed in on every side. All of the boys were still inside, dead from their horrific injuries.
1: Whoa!
0: Yeah. So Jim reportedly urged the sheriff to investigate Giles' property. And when the sheriff arrived, he found the black pickup truck still looking as if it hadn't been driven in years. So it's still parked there in the same place it's always like been. Like overgrown,
1: like tires flat. Right. And like, Looks know, right. abandoned,
0: right. But when he drew closer, he saw the white spray-painted initials of the dead boy's names all over its side. And that's not all. There were streaks of bright red paint all over the bumper, the same color red as Roger's Firebird. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's
1: an urban legend. Yeah. Okay. But But it's like police reports, right? Or is that just like part of the like...
0: I don't know. I'd have to look that part up Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know... Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So to this day, people still report being chased by a black pickup on Clinton Road sometimes. So here's one. Here's one account.
1: Okay.
0: So this person said, I drove down Clinton Road with me and a couple friends, and we thought, oh, this road is a lie. There's no such thing as a ghost truck appearing out of nowhere and trying to run us off the road. It was like 11 p.m., and we were about two to four miles away from where we started. And then my friend saw headlights blinking behind us over and over. We thought it was just a joke from someone trying to scare us, but then my friend told me, Speed up, speed up, it's coming faster. This lasted for about five to 10 minutes, and then it went away. We thought it would have been gone by then, but then a couple minutes later it came back and it kept getting closer and closer and I went faster and faster. When I got to the end of the road, it just disappeared. You guys may not believe me, but my friends and I believe heavily and we're not going back to Clinton Road anytime soon. Awesome. Okay, so in addition to phantom pickups, Clinton Road has spawned all kinds of creepy lore, and I didn't have time to go into it today. But basically, you know, ghosts. There's also a ghost Camaro here
1: in Clinton Road. Also has a ghost Camaro.
0: Yes, another ghost Camaro. Oh I love it.
1: There's never like a ghost Subaru, right? Like, right? No, no. <laughs> like, yeah, ghost Subaru, like, ghost Prius, ghost. Uh, yeah, yeah no, no, Not no, no, so no. much. Like, not so much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Witches, satanic sacrifices, KKK activity, cannibals that live in the woods. What? Dumped bodies, cryptids, black-eyed kids, UFOs, and even a haunted castle, which we're doing soon. So yes. basically, it's got someone for something for everyone, um, and it's also home to the country's longest stoplight, clocking in at around five minutes sometimes, which is you know pretty scary in itself.
1: Wait, what? Say that
0: again. Well, it's, the, it's it's the country's longest stoplight.
1: Oh, you have to sit there for five minutes.
0: For f- five minutes, yeah.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I've got one more. One more little one. Okay. Okay. So this one is Prospector's Road. Haunted by, spoiler alert, a grizzled old Prospector. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Prospector's Road is a nondescript dusty road located off Highway 49 near Marshall Road that twists its way through the hills of California's gold country. Okay, so legend has it that during the 1800s, during the gold rush, there was a miner there who stumbled upon a fortune in gold. So he struck the mother load. And he went into a local saloon afterward, got drunk, and started bragging to everyone about his claim. That turned out not to be a good idea because his fellow miners ended up ambushing him and killing him one night. Mm. Okay. So local reports have surfaced for many years from both hitchhikers and drivers who say they see him appear on this winding road. And he's described as a large, as large-belt and tall, so he's a big guy with a beard, which of course, you know.
1: Yeah, you got to have a beard if you're prospect. Right.
0: Worn out work clothes, pretty much what you'd picture. And he generally appears as semi-transparent and some, sometimes he's like hovering off the ground a foot or so. So clearly he's a ghost and not someone in like a 70s revival band or something like that. Um, and also con- contributing to the case for his ghostliness are reports that he leaves no footprints or signs of like broken twigs or, or anything else physical that would indicate that he's got a presence in the in this world. And he appears to be perpetually defending his treasure because he whispers, get off my claim oh, in, dude, I love in people's <laughs> ears. <laughs> and he's also been spotted in people's homes in the area.
1: Does he like shake his fist when he does that?
0: Like, get off God, my I claim. God, I hope so. I hope so. I really hope so. Okay. But he's actually entered people's homes in the area. You know, um, oh, he, he's okay. scared their pets um, along with a residence. And sometimes people have seen like their doors left wide open with you know his appearance um but he's not totally harmless because some people believe he's responsible for accidents that have occurred along Mm. prospector's road
1: all right that was a nice nice finish there (laughs) (laughs) I i didn't see an old prospector coming so well done um awesome these were great oh man i'm so glad you did like america and like um The one in Jersey. I wonder how close that is to the city. I I know. You
0: got to go check it out. And I got to get to Scotland.
1: Yes, do. Okay. So let's get into it. Like, so what's going on? What's going on on these highways? Okay. You
0: go first. What do you think?
1: Okay. Well, all right. Look, I mean, there's definitely a healthy amount of this. That's urban legend, right? Or I don't know why we call it urban legend. Legend, right? Like it's, it's.
0: Rural legend.
1: Rural legend or whatever. It's like, you know, stories that maybe start from something and they snowball. And it's just like, you know, there were stories about like my high school, my high school is like actually a stop on the underground railroad in Cincinnati. And, you know, there was like all sorts of ghosts that were like down in the tunnels down there and all that. And so, you know, like there there was all these sort of stories about them. And so you know, stories have a way of sticking and morphing and changing, but there's always some truth in it, right? It starts somewhere and then it just sort of gains a life of its own. And I feel like there's like, I mean, you know, not to get all like Joseph Campbell about it, but like, there's definitely something about our psychology and our search for truth and meaning that sort of drives us to you know to talk about these stories share right. these stories, and like, what is the metaphor for road right what is the symbolism of the
0: roads you know I mean, it's like our, our that interconnectivity
1: that right mm-hmm. like it's it's our like connection with the larger world with the future right?
0: and the past with the
1: future with the past yeah. with with the rest of the world right like mm-hmm. we're when we're near a road we're connected to humanity in a sort of way right so I don't know. I mean, so th- I think there's definitely like a healthy amount that are urban legends. Now, I mean, th- there's, you know, I've heard some like pretty clear, compelling, you know, ones where like people have clearly seen like a ghost or something from some sort of event. Can a road be haunted? Like, sure. Why not? Yeah, why <laughs> like, not? I mean, if like something, if anything, like, would you do that one story about ha- a haunted, uh, bunk bed right like I feel like anything can be haunted from that point of view right like if you accept it would be more interesting right
0: if you're a ghost wouldn't you like rather hang out on a road you got a lot more room
1: I guess so (laughs) I mean yeah I mean it's like I think it's just like you're attached to an area is the sort of theory but but like I don't know. like, um, So, you know, are some, do some of these roads have a certain sort of history to them? You know, like, for sure. Like, the, the M6 and these roads in Scotland that, like, definitely had all these events transpire over them over right. hundreds, if not thousands of years. Like, right, and we talked sure, last year. Sure, some energy is going to cling to it, huh?
0: Right. Last year, um, we basically, you know, we covered a lot of different kinds of hauntings again for Spooktober, and we did talk about um, – you know, the the differences between actual ghost hauntings and things that were more like impressions and echoes of the past. So there's right, that too. Right, it's exactly. like which is which. Yeah. But I yeah, would say exactly. like a truck chasing you and trying to like force you off the road, that feels kind of personal.
1: It does. Uh, I mean like so those stories I mean they, they they almost seem like too perfect to be true. Like I want them, I want them so bad to be for real, but But like these stories come from somewhere, right? Like, you know, without like going and you know, like literally interviewing these people that, you know, that, you know, it's, it's hard to tell at a distance. Like you kind of accept them or you don't like, you Mm. accept that people are being genuine when they tell these stories, but clearly some things happen to some people, right? Like, you know, and and if something that happens over and over again, like who knows, I mean, you know, a black truck that appears, like I said, we had like a van or something, maybe that happened. Maybe, maybe it was, not necessarily the ghost or maybe, you know, like I said, if there's, you know, energy has a way of sticking around an area, you know, like if we somehow, you know, call it into action, you know, with our intentions, you know, I think there could be something there, you know, I think what was interesting about one of those stories, the idea of someone witnessing it from afar, right? Like, you know, again, I don't know, like you know corroborating that story how accurate that account was but but the idea of of someone else sort of witnessing it was there was something interesting about that right and not living beyond the sort of like personal interaction you know that something might manifest um but yeah, like the idea of like, oh, then they found the truck and like, it's like, like so cool. So I, love awesome that so much. It's like, I love it. Can't possibly be true. <laughs> I love it though. Like, like, but why not? Like, fuck it. Yeah. There's like crazier stuff, you know, in this mm-hmm. world. You know, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, like a fucking ghost getting revenge on some like whippersnapper kids. Like, I don't know. Why not? What do you Well, think? ghost
0: cars are like the new ghost. Headless horsemen. Kind of yeah, yeah,
1: thing. exactly. Or ghost carriages, I think on one of the, yeah, there's like carriages on some of those roads in, in England mm-hmm. and stuff where they people mm-hmm. see literally carriages like, you know, people hear, you know, in some hauntings and hotels, people hear music, right? Like, what's that about? Like, why right. would you, why would you hear the music? Right. So there's a lot that's like, I don't know, I think about the relationship of, whatever the phenomena is, how it references itself. And there's also, I think, some, you know, engagement of the witness, right? Like, mm-hmm. do you, I mean, I don't know, like, all right, you accept like hauntings or ghosts to some degree, right? Like,
0: I, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do, I mean, do I'm you o- think – I'm
0: open to believing, yeah.
1: Me too, me too. So, like, do you think there's like a house somewhere that's haunted – that where like shits moving around or like haunted stuffs happening without a live human being there to witness it like do, like if there's a ghost they're probably <laughs> and, bored you know it happens like what's that
0: <laughs> I said they're probably bored
1: yeah yeah but exactly. maybe but you know what I'm saying like is 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 like a human being witnessing an event part of a ghost phenomena, or does maybe. it happen on its well, own? Well,
0: yeah, maybe, and I mean, maybe also that, that, like, kind of triggers the appearance. I was thinking about that. I was thinking, like, why haunted roads and, yeah. you know, we, I think kind of, like, there could be something to this echoes of the past and some right, sort right. of, like, you know, thinness with an inter in, intertime interdimensional situation happening where you're almost seeing something right. that happened long ago. Yeah, right. But that being said, you know, it could be that there are entities who are deliberately on the side of roads because they're attracted to the people that travel down them.
1: Right, they're attracted to the know. energy or the, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, they say... I'm going right? to say I don't
0: know. It's a solid I okay.
1: don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm a solid it's both.
0: But yes definitely ghost
1: Yes, yes, it's got to be. But there's some too, like, yeah, why isn't there a ghost Subaru, right? Like, why Like, why are they all, like, badass, mean. like, Camaro? Or maybe just, like, Camaro drivers, like, tend to... Well,
0: they're a little more aggressive, right? They're a little more are... aggro, right?
1: <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe that's
0: like, tr- like pickup trucks, Camaros, there's <laughs> yeah. a little more, like, oomph to it. But yeah, emotionally yeah, totally. maybe they've got a little more. Maybe the Subarus are like,
1: okay, we need okay, to this. Okay, okay, no, no, I'm around, just go gonna around. whatever. I'm gonna go, <laughs> gonna go into the light and just, you know. Yeah,
0: right,
1: right, right, <laughs> right. Cool. All right. Well, this was a fun one. I'm super glad we did it. Me too. Um, I think we did it, and so we got we got some more ghosts coming up. Right, we're going to be doing. Um we got some haunted castles. Haunted
0: castles, you guys. <laughs> yes. On Halloween. And then we're also gonna do a bonus episode.
1: Bonus. We're gonna maybe try and do some listener stuff, right? right. Coming up.
0: Definitely. So. And listener stuff. So this is your last chance for Spooktober. If you have a story and you wanna share it with us, send it to Shadowland Podcast at gmail dot com. Follow us on Instagram also, yes. and you can DM us if you want to.
1: Yep cool all right well i think we did it we did yeah it. you feel good
0: i feel pretty good
1: all right cool so i guess until next time
0: until next time talk to you all soon right, bye. all right bye
1: shadowland podcast is produced by seth Jablon and christina callory edited by tim kelly theme music by tim lincoln
0: thanks tim